Welcome back to the Health Triad Method podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about intra-workout nutrition and how it could affect your health, your well-being, and your performance during your journey. We are joined today by head coach Stacey, transformation coach John, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jyoti Patel. And this is a quick intro into today's topic before we get into the main body. EAAs, BCAAs, electrolytes, carbohydrate blends, all of these types of drinks are being sold all the time behind counters. What we need to really focus on is, is it important for you right now? Do you need these types of drinks to progress within your journey? Hey guys, so today we're joined by the team and we're going to be discussing intra-workout nutrition. So we tend to see lots of people walking around in the gym with these brightly colored drinks and often if you actually approach somebody and ask them why they're taking these drinks there's a bit of confusion there as to what they do and how they're actually helping people achieve their goals or if it's just another fad that we've just fallen into because everybody else seems to be doing it and people on instagram have got their own drinks out and their own labels out so what i want to do today is just touch on intro workout nutrition intro workout drinks uh, the different types and obviously how they may be beneficial or not beneficial towards your goal so I think, Stacey, if we can start with just looking at some of the types of drinks that we tend to come across within the intro workouts. I think the most common ones you tend to see are branched-chain amino acids, so BCAAs, essential amino acids, EAAs, um, intra-workout carbohydrates, and then probably electrolytes as well, uh, probably the most common ones you'll come across. Um, so all protein is made up of essential, uh, is made up of amino acids. So BCAAs and EAAs are just select amino acids in a drink form that you can consume throughout your workout. As for why you would take one versus the other, I mean, the research seems to increasingly be suggesting that EAAs are more beneficial for you than BCAAs. Um, so EAAs are all the amino acids that your body can't synthesize itself and you need to get from food. So it's sort of topping you off on those. Um, suggestion that it does improve muscle protein synthesis during when you, uh, while you're training. In terms of intra-workout carbs, most people will generally feel that it's a sort of a performance thing. Um, and then electrolytes, generally most important when it comes to hydration. So like very long bouts of exercise or when you're doing things that you're sweating a lot, you know, like I know they do bike classes in sauna rooms and, and, and stuff like that. So, you know, your electrolytes, things like sodium, potassium, magnesium are gonna be useful there. So there's, there's lots of different types of drinks out there. And I think there's lots of different blends and concoctions that people are consuming and i think if you go to a lot of gyms now they're behind the counter and you know people are buying these left right and center so i'm just wondering like how how much do we need these like josie do you think these are, are particularly relevant especially for people that are just training to to get a bit healthier and to you know lose a bit of body fat or tone up is it something that we really need to focus a lot of attention on yeah so for like general population clients you really want to think you know about where your nutritional intake is like so you know is your sleep and recoveries in a good place um, what is your training what is your form and technique like I think those factors are a bit more important than actually intra-workout supplementation so just thinking about where you are on that spectrum realistically general population probably won't need it um, but then as you're becoming a bit more intermediate to advanced, what your training intensity is like, it might be a factor to consider. To consider. Okay, okay. And I think going back to, to what Stacey said, it kind of comes down to the context as well, especially if you're training in a really hot environment. Um, I guess the duration of your training would change 
the, the, the necessity for intra workout uh, nutrition. But there's no point working on all those things if you're not sleeping properly, if you're not getting enough food in, if you're not even sure how to train or what your goal is in the first place. So I guess there is a bit of a um, there is a bit of a thought process there that we probably don't need to focus so much time and energy on these things and money on these things as well, right? What we've established there is a lot of general population people won't necessarily need to focus so much on these types of supplements, but. John, is there a time where they would become more relevant? Yeah, I think like as Jyoti said, you focused on on the, the the pillars of foundation like sleep and, and form and technique, and you start to become less of a beginner and more of an intermediate and advanced kind of trainer. You can increase the intensity, and then these things are kind of warranted, and you can actually use these things. Um, I think also with a, with sport performance, so if you're going into a, a sport, um, I play a lot of football, um, so you running a lot there's a lot of turning a lot of drills um, 90 minute match so when your body starts to um kind of it would it would benefit from having these things especially when the duration is so long um with you could use intra carbs which would help um, um with with things so essentially the longer the duration is and the higher the intensity is like sport performance sort of um activities um these things uh, would be uh, would be useful. Just anecdotally speaking as well, when it comes to football, like taking a bit of carbohydrates on board at half time, like for me, it helps obviously from a performance perspective, but cognitively as well, because these types of sports require a lot of concentration. So absolutely, I think there is a place for these types of drinks, but probably not if you're just going into the gym to just lose a bit of body fat and improve your health and your well-being. Definitely not the first thing that we need to really consider. So uh, maybe save that one or two pounds that you're spending each session on these drinks and just take yourself some uh, some water in. Make sure you're actually hydrating yourself effectively uh, before we start investing in these things. I think the other thing with um, sort of following on from what John was saying is even from a physique perspective, when you're getting into higher levels of physique development where you're maybe getting ready for a photo shoot or a competition, something like that, where you're quite lean, you're probably quite depleted, you're maybe in a decent calorie deficit, something like EAAs while you're training can help, you know, prevent some muscle loss or can help better muscle protein synthesis in that period because you're probably not getting everything you 100% need from your diet at that time. And because your body doesn't have a lot of reserves at that time either. So I think, yeah, I think a lot of it, the more advanced you are and the more you are pushing the limits of physiology, the more it becomes important. But for most people, it's just one of those things where it's like, there's so much else to focus on first and foremost. You know, I think you've touched on a really important point there, especially when we, we see people get a lot leaner, that these types of, of drinks may again become you know more potentially needed. And I think one of the things that you've you've established before is that, you know, whey protein also gives us these essential amino acids. So if we're getting that in either pre-workout or post-workout, then it could attenuate the need for an intra-workout. But it really does come back to that context and it comes back to your specific nutritional approach so rather than just you know jumping on a, a bandwagon because you see everybody else doing it like reach out ask the questions you know confirm with your coaches or confirm with a specialist to ensure that you're you're going down the right route and there are dangers of having too many bcas which we won't be discussing today but there are actually dangers of having too much bcas floating around the system so there is a bit of a trend for people to just be constantly sipping on these types of drinks 
And we need to be aware of that too, that that can have negative impacts as well as the positive impacts that people are actually using it for. So let's just make sure that you're doing the right things. There's a there's an evidence-based backing behind what you're doing. And there's obviously the, the, the context behind it is so, so important. So reach out, ask the questions and allow us to support you. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need you to do is subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you'll be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.